to episode 39. Dial H for Hero Clicks, where Drew Larson is bringing the sexy back <laughs> yes, every sir. week, week after week. That's funny. Saturday after Saturday to your, yes, straight sir. from his sexy crotch area <laughs> to your ear holes. I don't we even like, know how to take this. We like to call it the wonder area. It's where the magic happens. <laughs> I'm your host, Hunter Smith. With me today is Austin Smith. Oh, yeah. And the man who nails more trim than a finished carpenter, Mr. Drew Larson. Hello. <laughs> Today is going to be talking, the uh, uh, main topic is basically news, because we had so many important spoiler alerts, we just kind of wanted to have a spoiler day, and uh, talk about that, and then do a community section. We're going to do it a little short, um, because uh, I have to go do some other things tonight, because I had a big day. If you guys don't know, out there in podcast land, I'm getting married next month, at the end of next month, and so... Um, around the end of May, you may notice we have a few um, podcasts that are either super short or are just me, um, just me doing a short cast. Like um, I'll keep you updated on news and on community stuff. But we may, there may be um, a week here or there around that that time period where we do really short episodes. And that can't be avoided. You know, life happens. Yes, sir. I, I just want to congratulate you and your boyfriend on breaking all the boundaries. Yeah, you know, it's, it's <laughs> illegal in Indiana, so we have to move to, I don't know, where is it legal now? Idaho. No, uh, but me and Ashley are getting married at the end of uh, May, so... That's a cute name for a boy. You know Idaho, the uh, center of understanding and uh, <laughs> openness in the world. <laughs> so, uh, her and I had to go to Illinois this morning and, and take like a four-hour drive, and we didn't get back late till late today, so... Uh, Gonna be a short cast today. Sorry about that. Um, let's just do what we played, and that will also be quick because today we just did a battle royale type thing. Um, Austin and I were there, and we we only did one round. And uh, I had uh, basically how I do it is I create custom little battle royale boosters. I take five figures from um, I take different sets, and I make a little five figure Ziploc bag that has two figures from 75 to 100 points, one from 100 to 125, and then two from 125 to 150. So the point values between each booster balance out. And then uh, you Swiss draft style. So everybody randomly gets a booster from a random set. You open your booster, pick which one you want. There's no point limit, just like a regular Royal, and then you you kind of Swiss draft it. So by the end, you'll have five figures that are pretty much all from different sets. And so it's kind of fun. It's kind of cool trying to create synergy between random sets, whereas usually when you play sealed, it's all from the same yeah. same set. Um, I ended up with um, Computo, yeah. who's really cool, and... Um, the phone booth Superman from DC Anniversary, oh, the rare, wow. yeah, and Polaris, who I hadn't played. Um, two other figures I hadn't played. Who were they? What else did I have? Oh, Black Bat, who I have played, of course. She's so good. I had to pick her. And um, Mono, 
from Slosh. And uh, I was pretty happy. Huh? Mano? Mano, Mono, whatever. Mono. Hunter was talking about giving Mono to freaking, what's his name? Because <laughs> he, he has penetrating poison. He's like, I'm going to give Mono to Mojo, and we're all just <laughs> over here giggling like schoolgirls. Um, yeah, Mono, Mano especially was really cool because he has traded poison, or you can, uh, instead of dealing, you can, you can either activate poison normally, or you can activate it targeting only one character and deal it penetrating, which as a trait is awesome. Oh, yeah. Plus, he's a wild card. Um, and then top dial, he has, like, charge exploit. And then throughout his dial, he has charge, and then he gets sidestep. So, like, he ended up getting smacked, but he was all his last click, he stayed alive forever because he copied stealth, sidestepped around, and poisoned people. And just that alone was really good. And then uh, I was happy. So I was happy with him for the points. Computo is really cool. Um, I've never seen anybody play him in seals or anything that we've done. I think they're kind of scared of him because he's so costly. And then you look at his his top click, especially, is really crappy because he yeah. has sort of a banner click. But he has a cool dial. He has um, he has Indom giant size. He as soon as you click him off his banner click, um, which is also kind of a reverse stop click. I noticed mm-hmm. like no matter how hard you hit him, if he's on his top click, he only takes one. Yep. And then he goes into charge, flurry, precision strike, quake. With giant size, so that's a awesome. The giant size quake with precision strike was nice, especially in a royal. So he was really cool, and then um, he has a lot of longevity because he has like eight clicks, and mid dial he gets invincible and invulnerable, and he always has like good values and stuff. So he's pretty cool. I don't know necessarily if he's like an amazing constructed piece, but he was pretty solid for sealed. And then Black Bat, of course, is really good. The Superman's pretty good, and Polaris I still don't like. I I never played her because I didn't like her dial for the points. I still don't like it very much. Um, I mainly just used her for TK. But uh, what did what all did you run, Austin? Um, I ran uh, Black Lantern Wonder Woman because when you open a pack and that's the first thing, you're like, wow, I want this like 140-point beater with four exploit on top dial. Um, grabbed her, grabbed uh, Chameleon Girl, which was inter- she was an interesting piece. Um, all the options she has are really cool. Um, mm-hmm. For instance, I was throwing like Giant on her so I could perplex over my people um, or over enemies. Um, I grabbed... I'll get General and Iron, who has failed me every single time I've run him, yet I want to love him so bad, but I never can. And then uh, Nightwing from DC-10, I think. Mm-hmm. The um, the one who can pick a keyword from anybody else on his team. Yep, and uh, uh, Weapon X from uh, Wolverine the X-Men, the one that has the hallucinogenic... Cyber. Or Cyber, sorry. Yeah. But he has the hallucinogenic claws. Main set Cyber, I think. Yeah. Um... Pretty much most of my team was a disappointment to me. Um, buddy of mine decided his first move was going to be to open by charging me with what light ray or whatever. Mm-hmm. The guy who blows up with a pulse wave. Yeah. So he, he decided he's going to hypersonic me with that. And I was like, well, you know, I was going to help you team up against Hunter, but now it's on. So me and him just fought over there while Hunter and the guy with Mojo fought in the corner. Mojo made everyone's day horrible. Mojo screws Royal so bad because mm. of his stupid celebrity bullshit. But luckily, Light Ray has celebrity. Yeah, so he got plus one, whereas my old team was minus one, so I need eights and nines to hit. So and I just clustered around him and just blasted him. And, and then, if, if you know how Light Ray works, at the end of his dial, he basically explodes and hits everybody for three. And he was clustered around all five of Austin's pieces. So he would one of his. Yeah, he would have hit all five of Austin's pieces for three penetrating, and all he needed was like a five to hit 
of most of them and like a six to hit them all and he rolled like a three yeah he rolled literally a three it was i was like that's like when you get a big bottle rocket or some kind of firework and then it goes up and then it just fizzles out and never explodes you're like oh Oh. it was it was interesting the pieces i played were a lot of pieces i've never played before um weapon x i had a good opportunity to use his hallucinogenic claws but uh ends up that I killed the piece before I had a chance to see the to get the negative two and see how well it crippled them. On top of Mojo's negative one, which would have been hilarious. Um, I don't think Weapon X is. Uh, we talked about him. He's cyber. Sorry, I don't know why I keep saying because he's got the keyword. Uh, I don't know why uh, he's basically as bad as we thought he was when he was spoiled. He's just really overcosted for what he does. Chameleon Girl was good. I think she's a little overcosted too. Um, I like her dial, I like her capabilities and choices, don't get me wrong. I just think for her combat values and everything, um, she's a little overcosted. I really wanted to, to, I was really hoping she'd still be in the booster when it got around to me, because I really did want to try her. She's, at the beginning of the, she has a couple um, things where she can choose power. She has traded shape change and stealth, which that alone is really yeah. good. Plus, she has wild card on top of that. So traded shape change and stealth, and then she can copy something else defensive like mystics or something. Then at the beginning of your turn, give her a free action and choose either boot, wing, dolphin, and then you ch- so you choose one of those boot, wing, or dolphin. Then you choose either tiny, standard, or giant. So basically anything in the freaking game except for colossal, she can choose. Yep. And you keep them until you choose again. And then she has a special attack power for two thirds of it. In her bottom two clicks, she can use end cap and poison. Or reflex as an exploit, or flurry and sidestep. See, I really what more you want, man. That's like awesome. I, like I mean, she is a little costly, 115 points, but she's still. Good. I couldn't take full advantage of her wild card though, as part of it too. Yeah, which, yeah. Um, but the boosters we had were like from Batman set, from um, we had DC 10, Batman, Wolverine, the X Men, and, and Slosh, and Slosh. Yeah. So like our keyword choices were pretty much X Men, which out of the Wolverine the X Men booster, I think only Wolverine had it. And then uh, out of Slosh, it was just a bunch of Slosh figures. Um, and then DC-10 had a couple weird ones, like Hyper Time was on that Superman. Yeah, I was copying Hyper Time and was copying Stealth from uh, Black Bat. But I, I liked my team. Um, I picked the highest point figures out of each booster on purpose, just because there was no point limit. I wanted to see how well that would do. Um, and I ended up with a lot of pieces I wouldn't have played normally. And then Wednesday, we had an event where it was 500... Was it 500, Drew? Wednesday? Uh, yeah. 500 points, uh, named theme teams. Kind of a fun day. Don't necessarily bring super competitive stuff. Some people still brought super competitive. No resources, but you could uh, play relics, I think. No yeah. resources, no ATAs. You could play relics. You could play relics. That was pretty much it. I don't know. Some sort of nerd that may or may not be listening to this podcast played Science Police Harry. in mass. Oh, yeah. Harry. Like six of them. Yeah. <laughs> Who the hell does that at a casual event? Harry. <laughs> um, no, I, I try to... I decided since it was fun day and relics were the only thing allowed, this would be a good time to finally try Old Man Logan. Yeah. And Old Man Logan, I played an X-Men team, of course, since he only has that future and pilot, I think. Yeah. And um, Old Man Logan was awesome for this style of event, even though he's extremely costly. That's what keeps him from being a good figure, is that, what is it, like, let's see, 178 points. We were making fun of this so hard. But... What what I really underestimated was how useful the whole tr- uh, relic swapping thing was going to be. Honestly, it was really, really useful. Because I could start with... Um, I started with Uru Forge, because it's a, what, a 66 
chance to pick up. Started with the Uru Forge, always picked it up, um, because now you can roll more than once, which was also useful playing a, a relic-based character like this. Would start with the Uru Forge, and then basically he also has charge exploit already on top dial. So like no matter what my opponent's team had again to use against me, I always had something that I could swap Uru Forge into. So, for instance, first game I was playing on uh, the new cap map, and Old Man Logan was up on Elevated, and Bob rushed around Black Manta. And I already had Charge Exploit from my dial, so I swapped my Uru Forge to the Force Blast ring. Charge Exploit hit for four, Force Blast off of Elevated, three penetrating, if I would have hit a four, which I missed. Mm -hmm. But I'm just saying, like that, that having that option to switch into other stuff was so good. Um, and then uh, I would, once I got hit really far down the dial, on top of his healing from his trait, I would switch into McCran Crystal. They would kill me. I heal two clicks and then heal again from the trait and stay alive longer. Against Drew, I actually took Null's Hammer because Drew had a lot of um, running shot and range, especially Thor with eight range. And he had energy explosion, so I had to separate my guys out. Because he, he had the Thor, he'll get into it, but he had the Thor that energy explodes and gives tokens. Mm -hmm. And so I had to split, and he sees through stealth, which yeah. almost all my guys had stealth. So I had to split them up. So against him, I went with Null's Hammer, which you usually wouldn't with, with, a, with a Wolverine piece. But it was useful, because I had willpower for one. And then I had some range and some running shots, so I could either charge or I could use. I want to play him with Black Witch, just so you can get three relics out there to begin the game. Yeah, that's true. He could still pick up more than one relic, so um, he was really cool, though. I, I, his price tag still way too high, but with the amount of good relics we have, with all the hammers, all the rings, like I brought Force Blast ring. I brought the more offensive based ones. I didn't bring like Black Light or anything, because if I'm paying 178 points for a piece i want it to be dishing you know damage and uh i was i was pretty happy with him in, in an event where relics are the only thing allowed he's great on a resource allowed event he's crap because there's so many better you know options for stuff and then the rest of my team i ran main set cloak and dagger always really good oh yeah um they were again probably the star of the show on the game that i played with them and um who else did i run oh i tried out bishop finally He's not bad. He's he's about right for his point cost, I feel like. He's good, but he's expensive. He's not going to be showing up at Drew's value corner is what you're saying. Well, he's yeah, he's not bad, but he's not amazing either. He's Bishop's right. just good. His point cost is right on the money, I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, and then who was the other piece I had? Drew, I had one more piece. Oh, um, um, Shadowcat. Shadowcat from the Gravity Feed, which can do basically what Phantom Girl does where she moves through you and then can end cap you afterwards. And she has stealth. And I was using her as kind of a carry and then do the end cap thing. I also ran ultralights, gave one to Shadowcat, and gave one to um, Cloak, because Cloak only has two range. And both times people forgot that, that I had ultralights and could throw them eight squares, even though my Shadowcat has zero range. They just don't... Your brain just doesn't pick mm. it up. It's going to take a long time for people's brains to yep. pick that up. Yep. Anybody with precision strike, especially, gets a whole lot better by using ultralight. So make sure you guys pick up a cap starter. Um, either that, or if there's a if there well, maybe no, the, 
Or the objects in the starter? Yeah, the whole. Were the horde tokens in the starter? No, they're in the mini. See, game. that's what I thought. You print, you can print them though. Okay, that threw me for a loop. But uh, yeah, pick up that cap starter if you're at all interested in the figures. If you want a better uh, look at the and discussion of the figures, check out our YouTube channel. I d- I have a review of the dials and I talk about what's good and bad about them. But and I show you the you know everything that's in there, but. Ultralights, man. Ultralights yeah. are vital. You need to own a set of ultralights and ultra heavies right now. So, uh, start of the show was Cloak and Dagger, though. If you guys have never played them, next time you're on X-Men team, run them both. Look at their dials. Figure out what you want to do. They have great synergy, and they're just really super useful. Well, yeah, last week I talked about how I ran. Th- I went 3-0 with a, clo- or a dagger on my team. Yeah. She's awesome alone. When you use them together, um, Cloak has traded stealth, and he gives adjacent friendlies named Dagger stealth. And then when Dagger um, uses support late dial, she she heals whoever she's healing and heals Cloak an additional one. And it doesn't specify that that can't be Cloak, so you can actually heal Cloak again. Yeah. Remember one time we ran a Thunderbolts team, and I just kept soaking and yeah, doing it was, damage. He kept. Uh, I had an entire Thunderbolts team, and he kept just those two. And between the smoke, it was right after the smoke cloud. Smoke cloud and poison. You just kept smoke clouding to lower my attack and hide your own people. And it was just I couldn't do anything. It's so good if you're smart about the pay, like the pacing and when to when to get away and heal up and when to stay in and get some an extra poison or distraction in. They can be so damn useful. Yeah. Drew was running uh, Avengers team, right? Yes, an Avengers team. He tried a lot of new pieces out too. Yeah, um, I sh- my team consisted of um, Iron Man from. Uh, M10. Uh, M10 Iron Man. Not the uh, 009. Not, not broken M10 Iron Man. Is he 11, I think? I'll pull him up here he's, in a second. Yeah, he's the uncommon. It's that one. Yeah. I'll pull him up. And then you were playing this Thor here. The uh, Thor of the Dark World um, starter set Thor, uh, who has Avengers Initiative and a sweet-ass energy explosion that gives tokens. He only has one bolt, but still, that's nuts. Um... I was playing the Hulk from M10, uh, not the uh, not Worldbreaker, but the other one, the old Hulk? style Hulk, the yeah. crappier old gray one. Who, Hunter calls crappy, yet For did some points. He's so good. Yet I did hit. some major fucking work against. I, I, Bishop had a chance. Okay, here's what happened. Yeah, all my guys are bunched up. Drew carries all his big hitters in. I noticed. Oh shit. Thor sees through stealth and has energy explosion gives tokens. I gotta distract him from unleashing hell all over my my squad, especially old man Logan. So I was like, maybe if I phase Bishop over here to the side and shoot somebody, it'll make him, you know, kind of think, oh, I need to go after Bishop because he has psychic blast. Yeah. So I phase Bishop over, and as soon as I'm about to declare the attack on Hulk, it does like four damage. I'm like, wait, this is an old Hulk. If I hit this guy for four damage, he's going to go right on his best clicks. Sure enough, God forbid. I hit him for four clicks, and he went perfectly onto his middle number five. 11 movement, 12 attack, 18 defense, four damage on an 87 point figure. <laughs> and he fucking smashed Bishop's face in so Oh my God. It was so, it was hilarious. Dude, I yeah. love that Hulk for 87 points. He's for, look how many clicks. He's eight clicks for 87 points without yeah. weight on his top dial. And then uh, you started with Iron Spidey, and you had a few, Iron Spider, few chases to morph into. Yep, uh, I had Iron Spider, and I could morph into Andy Sinister Six and uh, Bulletproof. Bulletproof Spider, who's cool because he gets like yeah. traded uh, energy shield. I yep. think. Uh, 
And then you had one more piece. Um, Iron Fist. Oh yeah, White Ranger Iron Fist. The the one everybody loves, America's favorite hero clips Go-go piece. Iron Fist. Um, if you haven't noticed the theme with this team yet, everyone's pretty much got iron in their name except Thor and Hulk who pump it. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> they got them guns. They got the guns. <laughs> it's the gun show. It's the name of the team, the gun show. <laughs> I thought it was Team Iron. Team Iron. Gun show, Team Iron. <laughs> Everyone busted out laughing as soon as I explained the theory behind this team. <laughs> it was pretty good. If we would have done some kind of fellowship, I would have given it to you. Yeah, this team was fun. First game I went up against a girl. She was kind of new at the game. Kind of. This is the same person who was playing M10 Iron Man last week, so. Luckily, this time she was not, so I kind of. Like, did damage to her. Resource, or you could run a resource. That's right. That's right. Did you run any relics? No. He's pump, He's been pumping iron for years. He doesn't need to bring relics. He doesn't need to bring a dumbbell did you play with three him. ultra heavies. Yes, clearly. No, because uh, Hulk was the only one with super strength, and he's not yeah. hundred points. I think oh, Thor true. might have it eventually. Uh, nope, not this one. Nope, that's weird. Uh, people don't like him, but I think he's uh, I think he's really good. Well, just for that top click, though, the running shot, 10 attack, 8 range, and the special energy yeah. explosion with tokens, that did... He did enough damage, because he hit um, he hit Cloak for... You perplexed his damage, I think. Did you? No. Or maybe you just shot. You I hit, shot. He hit Cloak for 3, Dagger for 1, um, somebody else for 1, and then gave them all tokens, too. Yeah. And it was, like, devastating. I was like, And that was at the beginning it's of the a, game. It's a terrible feeling. Um, but, yeah. It's, Seen through stealth, too. Hunter and I dropped out so we could go play DC Duck Builder, but, uh, yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I just didn't feel like playing another round. Fun day. I didn't play at all. I showed up and I played other games the whole time. Um, let's go, let's do spoilers before uh, we do community. Good idea. I mean, we gotta get into this shit. We haven't talked about this cute man yet. Oh, Jesus Christ. With two left arms. If you guys wanna follow along, go to HeroClicks.com and click on Evil Deadpool. I don't know who designs all these clicks, but they're just getting out of control. Eh, this guy's balanced, though. This guy's points. balanced, but he's still he's really awesome. good. Um, he's a, the Uncommon Prime. He is also featuring the word bubbles mechanic. Um, give him a free action, attach a word bubble to him, replacing any attached. Same as the other ones. Uh, as far as keywords, he just has assassin, monster, and Deadpool core, so it's always nice to get new monsters. Yes, sir. Um, traded backwards arm for better shooting. When he makes a close combat attack, after actions resolve... He can make a ranged combat oh attack targeting a character within range and in a direct line of fire opposite from the close combat attack. So here's what is going to be tr- tricky getting this off is you have to be directly opposing yeah. the person you're meleeing. So if you're straight, if I melee your Hulk who is perfectly in front of me, I have to shoot somebody perfectly behind me. If I shoot, if I punch you at an angle, I have to shoot somebody on that same perfect diagonal back the other way. So it's not going to be as easy to pull this off as people are thinking. Uh, for this, he can use um, improved targeting, can attack while base. Same thing that AVX Cyclops can use. So mm-hmm. now this is the second figure that we have that that can use that ability at some point. And uh, and that's a trait. So he'll have that power twenty four seven. So if you do manage to pull it off, he can do that. He has six range. 
Top click, he has sidestep, um, no move and attack, but sidestep in six range isn't too bad. And then, especially when you have an 11 attack value. And then uh, 16 toughness, four uh, CCE. He kind of has a mix of powers throughout his dial, but his first click and his last click are very similar with sidestep and CCE. And uh, pretty solid values. And then. Actually, it fans in on the. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Then his second and sixth click. So second and then second to last are pretty similar too. He has range combat expert and phasing teleport. Um, And then in his middle three clicks are all charge blades. And his very middle click. This is kind of like a Hulk dial. His very (laughs) middle click is his best with a charge 12 attack blades and four damage. So. Do you want the four damage, or do you want the blades? If you're desperate, you can blades, but I'm probably going to go with the four damage. Four damage. Speaking of blades, he has the best flavor text name for a blades power ever. Hero Clicks is fun when you roll a six on blades. Austin knows all about that. Yep. Son of a bitch. Actually, all his flavor texts are even awesome. So he has good mixes of CCE, RCE, and Perplex. You know, close combat in the middle of the dial, which is kind of where you want your, your piece to be. Um, I mean, and he does start with a four damage CCE, so. And then uh, his last three clicks, he gets a special regen. Which That's nuts. <laughs> Evil Deadpool can use regen. Choose an opponent to roll another D6. If the opponent's roll is higher than your roll, add the two together and subtract two. He's heal of damage equal to this amount instead. Each time Evil Deadpool would heal past his starting click modify his values plus one for the rest of the game even if this power is lost so at absolute best chance scenario you roll a five they roll a you, six. they roll a six that's an 11 you subtract two you would heal nine and then of course since he's only seven clicks long no matter what click you're on that's going to put you past and modify you plus one most likely well, it's kind of hard to say what's likely and what's not because you still have to factor in the whole them rolling higher it's than each you. time he would heal past the starting click this way. Does that mean that um, if each, you rolled if you past did it, it multiple would times, he would keep getting? Stronger. But I mean, like if you rolled once, healed nine, would he just go plus three instantly? No, no I don't or think it's each so. attempted time. I think if it was that, it would say for every click That's that he. True. You know what I mean? Yeah. But because it says each time, I think that means it could trigger multiple times. So if he did somehow get knocked down and then did get lucky enough to roll high, you know, get to heal that much, he would be plus two after that. He has no willpower. He has no end on. He's also 100 points with no starting move and attack, so I feel like he's balanced out. That region's naked, too. Yeah, exactly. That's another good point. You know, the other ridiculous regions, he gets hit, negates it, and then does something. Whereas this, if... You know, if you hit him, shoot him onto this, he's naked. I mean, you got all you got to do is pop a 16 for two or three damage. The, and best, he's the best way to kill him straight out, and he doesn't have, like, running shot top dial or anything. Yeah, like, that's just what I'm um, But the best way to kill him straight out is a four exploit to the face puts him on a 16 with the date regen, and then you just got to hit him for three to kill him. I mean, like, I can see him being squishy sometimes. Um, I'm sure occasionally he's going to be a pain in the ass, especially depending on what word bubbles you put on him. But I think people are overstating how ridiculous yeah, he is. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, he's pretty cool. But the 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 phasing on the six click I think is nice. Yeah. Because if then you can phase away and clear and then try to regen and get lucky. And if you miss it, oh well. And then try limp, again. You the know. limping on the eighth click with sidestep, where you limp two away and then try to yeah. regen. <laughs> so he looks pretty fun. I don't think he's super broken or anything, but. 
I think he's he's a cool choice for a prime and a cool character to throw in there and, and a oh. fun des- dial design. Nope. Uh, his assassin keyword's italicized. Yeah, they changed assassin. I thought we already knew that. No, assassin yeah, I hadn't was heard generic. anything about it. Yeah, it's generic. It was formerly proper. When did they change it? Um, when uh, the Gotham sit when the um, Arkham Origins came out, I thought. Oh, because almost all of them have a uh, assassin. Um, let's bring up. So here's a a word bubble that came out when they spoiled him too. This besmirchment will not stand when an opposing character uses perplex. To decrease any other friendly character's value, modify that same value by plus one on this character as long as the perplex lasts. So if they make your uh, friendly Thor's defense minus one, Deadpool gets plus one defense, whatever the case may be. So we had huge news. Well, let's go through the less huge news real quick. Let's get the the little stuff out of the way. The non-huge Let's build up to the climax, shall we? Yes. Just a little foreplay for you. Yu-Gi-Oh! Curse of the Dragon. Something we knew was coming because we got Guy the Dragon champion. Uh, yeah. So this is the other part Interesting of that. note about this. It says not final image on the... <laughs> it, it doesn't all the way <laughs> But wouldn't you think by now it would be the final <laughs> image? This is true. Um, I really like this guy actually quite a bit for Silver Age events. Just, you know, not yeah. just Yu-Gi-Oh! I think he's pretty yeah. solid. He's one of those pieces that's good enough to be played in normal Silver. He is 124 points. But he's... Um, he has wing symbol and four range and hypersonic for his first three clicks, and he has precision strike with four damage. So ten movement, ten attack, precision strike, and four damage is a great uh, starting click. Um, so with a four range, if you want to go for a shot, that's a two range shot. So effectively, he has a twelve range swing on hypersonic with flying, so he can move in and out of things easily. Um, then after top click, he loses precision strike, and for four ne- for the next four clicks, gets a special attack power. Bone Wings, he can use Steel Energy. When he does and heals, you choose Reflexes or Energy Shield. He and adjacent friendly characters can use the Chosen mm. Power until your next turn. That's what makes this a great dial on top of everything Question. else. If he's on click 2 and heals, would he then lose the ability to give them Energy Shield and Combat Reflexes? Yeah. I would believe so. Okay, because that kind of sucks, but it, it, it's I think still it, good. It would have to say even if this power is lost. Yeah, um... So, click two, that power is kind of worthless outside of the fact you get steel energy, but right. three, four, five, when he has it, it's really good. But he also has exploit on four of his clicks, which is great. Yep. He's got good charge, good attack, but he's all down dial. Never hits an eight, always a nine, ten, eleven. I really wish WizKids would stop putting exploit weakness and hypersonic together so people quit thinking that you can do that, by the way. <laughs> um, but I, I do really like this guy. Um, I feel like what's really great about him is you could hypersonic in punch someone and then as soon as you're done with your hypersonic be like I'm going to choose energy shield and now he's back with your buddy with his buddies yeah. and yeah. they can't range retaliate yeah I think with good positioning he'll be a great piece um, and uh, not like a major silver age you know uh, meta piece or anything but I think he's a really solid piece for his points and uh, can see some play in silver and golden age um, events at, at local venues yeah. and once again he just like Gaia, since they're both hypersonic pieces, will actually be pretty easy to fuse. Back to my previous point, uh, one time a guy put Scotty's hammer on Nightcrawler and I about shit myself. Um, so. <laughs> um, then we have a. Senator, oh my god! Someone who will be meta. There's, okay, so potentially yes, Senator let, Robert let, Kelly. Let's let's mention a shout out to our good friend at the uh, WizKids 
design center who keeps pumping out these stupid. Yeah, I want to know what I want to know his name Fucking so we can start Fred. sending him. Yeah, we'll call him Fred. Fucking Fred. Who's gonna every time something comes up stupid, we're gonna blame this anonymous guy named Fred. It's like they go into comics and like, yeah, what what figure should we make better next? Okay, Senator Robert Kelly. Who's gonna care about Robert Kelly? <laughs> Keyword celebrity and politician from Days of Future Past common in that set. Not a minus one to Mojo. <laughs> uh, has a cool trait. Um, he only has four clicks and he's only 42 points and he basically has no offensive capabilities. He's, all, he's all about the support. During your first turn, choose a keyword possessed by an opposing character for all friendly characters with this trait. Now, have we seen this on any other ones yet? I don't believe we have. No, but someone pointed out he's also not Silver Ring, so it keeps you from playing multiple Senator Kellys to okay. name every keyword. It, well, I just mean maybe we could see more um, other yeah. characters in the set who have the same trait. As long as Senator Robert Kelly is on the map, opposing characters that have the possess the chosen keyword cannot ignore pushing damage... And can't use Outwit or Perplex if they have two action tokens. If he's KO'd by an opposing character with the chosen keyword, all friendlies with the chosen keyword are healed of one damage. I think he's balanced. He is balanced. And I'll tell you why. The second part of that, the Outwit or Perplex, isn't as big of a deal. Um, it's Since it's when they only yeah, have two action it's tokens. It's only when they have two action <laughs> tokens. And usually the people perplexing and outwitting are your support pieces. And most of the time you won't be pushing them anyways. Um, but the chosen keyword, not ignoring pushing damage, is pretty huge. Yeah, um, if you can keep him safe. But that's a big thing because he's grounded, he only has six movement, and... Um, He's really kind of shit, honestly. But he's really squishy. I mean, he's only got a 15 willpower. You just gotta deal... In four clicks. You gotta I deal four damage about to that last part. If he's KO'd by an opposing character with the chosen keyword, all friendly characters with the chosen keyword are healed one. I assume... I think it's poor wording. I agree. I assume that they mean um, all characters friendly to the person who KO'd you. That's what so I assume. So if, if I'm playing against you, say I'm running um, this, you know, him on my team, and I'm running an X Men team or an Avengers team, and you're running an X Men team, if I choose X Men and then one of your X Men kills him, I think all your other X Men would be healed. The ones that are healing. That's what there. I imagine. But well, yeah, they could have worded that a little bit clearer. Um, um, I think he's a little. I think because he's so squishy, and because. The like Drew said, the outweigh perplexing is only if to have two tokens, and you get to heal. Even even if they left all that on there, I think the healing thing is what's yeah. key. I think that if think if it works how we're saying it should, where you know your opponents are the ones healing, I think that also helps. I think forty two points to screw your opponent's pacing is amazing. Yeah, I agree, but you but, think um, about it, they don't care about you're not really screwing up the pacing because they don't care to take that push because they know when they kill you, you're getting it back. But that's yeah. just one one heal, though. I mean, like, I see the point, but at the same time, I feel like when they're worried that much about the double actions and everything, they're not going to be going for him because he's too far off in the back corner. I agree. I'm not trying to say he's a bad piece. I oh, think no, he's no. a good piece. I, I, don't th- I think he's the kind of piece you won't even the, move out of your starting I think his area. Biggest no, negative, definitely don't move. I think his biggest negative isn't actually the healing. I think it's actually his keywords. Because there aren't very many teams you can build out of these two. At best, I could think M10 Iron Man and him with Celebrity. Well, I think you run him on a team that's focused around starting... I, I'll tell you who he'd be really good with is freaking Iron Pharaoh. Yeah. Yeah. He stays, he'd stay in your starting area. 
You make him dance around, push him on a perplex or probability control, make him slope because with Pharaoh, you want to be able to hide as long as you can. You, your opponents are going to be wanting to push. They're going to be wanting to get down to you as quick as they can. And then he's kind of extra incentive, incentive to keep them from pushing. But I, I think he's pretty solid. I'm glad he exists, but I don't think he's like broken or people need to freak out. Yeah, or anything people are him. freaking out about him, and I don't really... Uh... All right, now we get to the good stuff. The great stuff, someone said. And the reason that we're talking about these for a main topic today is they have spoiled what will be cons this year. Mm-hmm. I like and them all. Yeah, I like them all, too. But uh, there are some things that I don't like. Yeah, me and Hunter talked about it a little bit, and I guess we can talk about that as part of the main topic too, after we talk about what they are. All right, so first let's just announce exactly what they are, and then we can talk about um, opinions personally, and then we will go over the dials because we do have the dials for two of them. Um, on the Marvel side, as far as the convention prizes, there is Dupe, Hulk, and Red She-Hulk duo. With, like, Agent Hulk. And uh, Whiplash, those are the three Marvels um, for prizes. And then the two purchase ones, they're not they're doing a Colossal for each side, and they're doing a single base figure. So the Colossal is Zombie Galactus. Which is a two-by-two. Two. It yeah, it's a two-by-two, two. and uh, so is and, uh, Black Lantern. Who? <laughs> we'll get them. Uh, uh, Zombie Galactus, and then the other purchase one is a regular size figure, and it's Impossible Man. DC-wise, for the three prizes, we have Amazo, Jonah Hex, and World's Finest. And this is not classic. This is New 52, World's Finest of Power Girl and Huntress. So you have those three for the prize support. And then purchase-wise, you have Black Lantern and Time Monitor. God damn. <laughs> I'm not going to say I'm always right. But, but we were right. I'm always right. We were and 2x2, two two, uh, like Austin said... Galactus and Anti-Monitor. I just don't believe Black Lantern. I don't think they do that. I'll get to that here in a minute. And then Resurrection Man is the other uh, purchase uh, side. Where the hell is Spider-Man and his amazing friends? That was number one on my mind. Yeah, we've all been talking about that on the forums. Where the hell... What are they doing? (laughs) I think it's just going to be a retailer release like the car was for Batman. They're idiots. I mean, maybe there'll be more that they haven't shown yet, but... I, I don't know. Um, I'm pretty happy with what they chose. Though. Yes, I agree. I feel I, they're obscure enough to be where they should. I, although I will say the world's fine. Like those Power Girls should be in a main set. Yeah. Really. Hopefully she will be. But other than that, the rest of these can you know. Yeah. Th- this is a good place to put them. Um. Honestly, I think they should have put Dupe in Wolverine the X Men. That's just me. I think he's with X Men. Fans, he's a popular enough character and and deserves to be in there, um, especially since they did all of X Factor and they didn't put Dupe in there with, with yeah. them. Hopefully, he has the X Factor keyword. But um, I I agree. I think their choices are really good. They did a duo for each, which is cool. Yeah. Um, I like the duos they chose. Colossal for each. A colossal for each and a single for each. And um, the two singles on the single on each side, Resurrection Man and Impossible Man, are very very abstract. And um, especially Resurrection Man. Remember when we did Wishless and Resurrection? I put Resurrection Man online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they were listening. I think Jonah was online. Yeah, I think the duo of Power Girl and Huntress is good to me because it kind of gives me hope that we will see a Power Girl soon. Because they usually don't keep duos without good split targets. Considering yeah. how people are weirdly obsessed with a Power Girl, and I, I'm not, 
I'm saying weirdly. I know why they're obsessed with her because she's got a great rack, but you know. And the boob window. I think the problem is we since DC's of course pushing New Fifty Two more and more, and they have more control over their sets. I think we're more likely to see Power Girl in a set that has an Earth Two sub theme than we are. I'm to surprised see they even one. put Resurrection Man out there because he's from a canceled book. <laughs> but uh, um, now the only one I am mad about, and Hunter's uh, all cheering about because he won a bet over it. Which one is that, Austin? The Black Lantern Anti-Monitor, because he was shown on retailer slides with the War of the Light logo. I, listen, we told you so. No, you didn't tell me so. <laughs> yeah, we did. You we followed were... some blind rumor and got lucky. No, we didn't. <laughs> no, I followed I, me knowing WizKids from past Yeah, we, what have we learned today? Don't bet on WizKids to use logic. I don't know why. <laughs> you guys had hope. You guys were like, yeah, I don't see WizKids doing that. But me and Hunter were like... Why would they? Because they're WizKids, <laughs> you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> they, post, they post these slides and it's like, War the Light. Black Lantern. Just the way the guy put it, and I remember watching the video and being like, noticing where... They showed it right before the I know they fucking... But the way he talked about it, I knew he was like, not sure if they were even going to release it with that set. What more had me sold on my theory was the card, was the number, or the the number. Yeah. The fact that it was number D dash blah blah blah. Wait, it was? Instead of being War of the, some kind of War see, of the See, I didn't even see symbol. the number. I didn't yeah. even know that. I just knew that the timing was right, you know, it'd be at the end of War of the Light. Yeah, and that too. Be, and they'd be sure. like, well, let's get this Black Lantern anyway. Now, here. the one thing I do want to bring up that's kind of cool is WizKids has also announced European, Mexican, and, uh... They're looking at a Canadian tournament for big stuff. Formerly last year and the years before, it's always strictly been Origins and Gen Con. Um, so they're opening a lot more tournaments around the world, and there's a few more here in the States, too, from what I heard, where they will be giving out these prizes. So it does mean there will be a much larger supply of these cons than in past years, at least. My, so it means yeah. most of these, and I, I said it to Hunter, too, um, some of them from this year are already dropping down to $40, $35 in some places, you could probably nab some of these more obscure ones. I, I think they'll hit twenty. Yeah, I really. Hopefully, Jonah drops down to a twenty, and somebody however, will get that. I imagine that the buyable Zombie Galactus and Black Lantern Anti Monitor you'll be paying out the ass for. I'm but, wondering. Okay, so they have a normal size figure and they have a colossal. Yep. Yep. And the normal size figures are fifteen, and the colossals okay. are fifty. Oh fuck me! I know. <laughs> I selling Impossible Man and Resurrection Man for fifteen dollars each as a regular size figure is fucking highway robbery. <laughs> but the problem is they know you're gonna buy. I know, but you that, might as well just like they're profiting like fourteen dollars and seventy five cents on every single one of those, which is ridiculous. They're they're, they're getting like twenty. They're getting like thirty five bucks profit on the Colossals too. I guarantee you. Oh yeah, but uh, <laughs> fifty bucks for a Colossal. The team base is, like, everything last year was, like, 50 bucks total. And the the other thing that uh, is kind of good is that uh, they did eventually release Shuma and Trinity to store, and they did sell a lot of Shumas on eBay. Um, a lot of people, like... That's fucking great, but they didn't sell them for 50 bucks. Yeah, they did. They did? I thought Shuma was 50. I mean, I'm not really sure, to be honest. Uh, Shuma was... When I ordered mine online, he was 50, because he was, like, he was like uh, 57 okay. or something after shipping and everything. I can't remember how much. But... You will probably be. They'll probably do the same thing this year around Origin. They'll probably start dropping Zombie Galactus or Anti Monitor or both. But it's like, and maybe the Impossible Man and Resurrection. But you Man didn't have maybe. two Colossals to buy last year. You had a. Colossal. Oh yeah, no, it's going to be way more expensive this year if you go to buy the stuff. Yeah, 
But those two are going to be so high demand. Like the only fit. I mean, okay. The only figures I really, really want are Resurrection Man, Whiplash, maybe Hulk and Red She Hulk. I'm not doing it on the desk. Uh, what else? Uh, I kind of want a Mazo, but I'm not like. Yeah, I'm gonna get all the Bible ones. Jonah Hex and World's Finest, I want to have, and then Dupe. Um, the other ones are cool, and I'm glad that they're there, but I don't necessarily need to own them. I just yeah. want Whiplash. You know what I mean? Whiplash is great, and I'm glad they finally clicked them. I think what they did, and what I was telling Hunter about is, I think they kind of picked characters that accented some of the sets from this year. Now they just need to get Omega Red. Because, like, we got Dupe, Dupe highlights um, Wolverine the X-Men, Whiplash is Invincible Iron Man, um... World's Finest could have easily been in Slosh, especially with Power Girl. They could have put Power Girl in there. And in fact, a lot of people ex- were hoping, like, if we're going to finally get one from WizKids for Modern Age, this is a good chance. But yet, it didn't come. No, we didn't get a Shazam or Black Adam either. Yeah. Well, but she makes more sense with Slosh than being a Superman-based character than freaking Black Adam and Shazam do, though. Yeah. They don't really have jack crap to do with Legion. Or It'd have to be a pre-52 I want a Jonah Hex figure, kind of like Johnny Blaze, but longer. Well, I don't mean as do. I just meant Power Girl by herself. Yeah, but I mean, like, uh, pre-52 Power Girls, the one that was related to Superman It's going to be sweet. I mean, like, uh, but there's just... Every single year, man, it's more and more and more. Um, so, with that said, we have the dials and cards spoiled for... The two duos and um, Red Hulk and Sheet. Now these are from Facebook, so I'll have to link these images to you guys on the podcast description. But Hulk and Red She-Hulk uh, have a 300 and 200 point option. Keywords: They have Avengers, Brute, Defenders, Intelligentsia, Scientist, and Spy. So a good plethora of keywords That's a there. Damn good plethora of keywords. On movement, they ignore. Uh, hindering elevated and characters and then they have two traits when they use the duo attack they can use CCE or Quake as a free action instead of one of the attacks so one of them will still have to be duo and then the other one they can use either CCE or Quake make sure if you use Quake you use it as your second one that way you don't care about the damage reduction since it locks Mm -hmm. it too anyway Uh, the second trait opposing characters with a lower point value now since they're 300 and 200 that's going to be pretty much 24-7, must be given a power action instead of a free action to target them without wit. So it makes it a little bit harder to just outwit their defenses and then shoot shoot them, you know, and and go down their dial quickly. They have the move and attack symbol, which I actually just got noticed and didn't notice the first time I looked at them. They have the the move and attack symbol and then have a 11 attack starting out with a special uh, attack power. Of sidestep and super strength. They do have a 19 top dial too at 300 points, which you don't see that on normal like one by one figures usually. You usually see that on colossal 300s. And uh, with impervious on top of that. And then second click pop up to a 12 attack. They lose the sidestep super strength, but they go up to a 12 attack and they get outwit on top of their 5 damage. So pretty solid values. Um, they do lose charge at, at times. They get force blast instead. Um, and then later kind of in the second half of the dial or if you start them out at the 200 point mark they have a special damage power as well they can use energy explosion and psychic blast as if they had a range value of eight which that combo which is kind of cool you know, say had a range penetrating 
or sorry, range of six. So penetrating energy explosion from six range with a ten attack four damage it, for two hundred points though. Yeah, no running. And, shot. But it, it's nice to have the either charge, you know, and they have sidestep super strength charge, you know, hitting you in your face. Or I have the option to go for Psychic Blast if I need to shoot. I feel like they're a piece that I would be confused when fighting. Like, my opponent's going to keep me on my toes because there's a lot of options all the way down the dial. They do have really solid values, especially attack-wise. Attack, they never drop below a 10. Which is nuts. And they have three clicks of 12. (laughs) Including their very last. And then four clicks of 11. So they have really solid attack values. The damage is never below a 3. It's up to a 5, technically an 8 because of super strength with an ultra heavy. So, I mean, they have solid ways to dish and damage. But overall, I think I like um, Absorbing Man and Titania duo a tiny bit better for basically the same thing. That's just me. I like their their pulling in um, objects all the time. Yeah. And the uh, Masters of Evil 2 is mainly the main thing. I think the... Oh, go ahead, Drew. This is a cooler piece. <laughs> the two things that I think this piece does have over Absorber Man Titania, though, is it is a much longer dial. Absorber Man Titania is, basically stops, I think, at 7 or 8. Um, this is a 10-click dial? Or is it 9? It's 10. Um, it's a 10-click dial. They have uh, ranged capabilities, which Absorber Man Titania don't have. And uh, they have outwit, which is another huge thing that Absorber Man Titania don't have. Yeah, that's true. And they don't need a resource to be more protected against Outwit. They have the power yeah. action thing. I, li- I like them both, and I, um, I feel like this is a piece that I really want to try at least once sometime, so I hope somebody I know gets oh, yeah. one. Yeah, please don't be $85. <laughs> and then World's Finest is really cool, Yeah, and I definitely need to own this. It's a Calling Wing Misty Knight style dial. This is uh, 200, 150, or 75, and you'll understand why in a moment. If you play them at 200, uh, each different point value has a different trait. At 200, you get World's Finest. They begin on the green starting line, which is 11 clicks long, by the way. They have Flight, Duo, Batman, Ally, Superman, Ally, and is not KO'd when they cross the red line. So basically, they get all 11 clicks. 200 point 11 click long dial is nuts. Is sick. Especially when you add in top dial hypersonic. It's like someone submitted a dial design. So and, uh, yeah, so you can either start them out like that. So if you start them out like that, you have hypersonic, energy explosion, and impervious for the first, like, three clicks. Then after that, you got, like, a mostly uh, melee focused dial with, like, charge, super strength, CCE, invincible. And then for the last five clicks, you have um, kind of a ranged and then a melee. So they kind of switch back and forth. It's like hypersonic, then melee, then ranged, then melee. Um, on the range, they have running shot, psychic blast, perplex. And uh, remember, that's with having stealth and seeing through stealth. Both of those with running shot and psychic blast is going to be nice. And then uh, blades and super senses for the last few clicks. So that's if you play my 200. For 200 points, just looking at that dial, that's nice. That's really With a cool. 7 range, too, on that hypersonic, so a 14 square swing. And that, what's that, 4 clicks mid-dial invincible? 
Yeah, I and we all you know I we talk about all the time how good mid dial invincible is. Invincible's nuts. I think what, what you really have to really remember on this is having Batman and having Superman is huge stealth. But and I can see it's stealth. so damn useful. It really is. Yeah. It's basically you have traded stealth and you have traded can't see through. Stealth. It's just so good. <laughs> um, I I like them at two hundred points just for. Oh that. yeah, they're just. And then if you just want to play Power Girl, you can pay 150 points and start at the same line, but you you keep the flight and you keep the Superman ally, but you lose Duo and you lose Batman. And you Gotham you City lose your Gotham artist City keyword. martial artist keyword. And you basically only get the first six. So you get the three hypersonic with energy explosion. Then you get the couple clicks of like Charge and Invincible and CCE. Um, that's for world's finest. That's 150 points. Is it worth 150 points? Y- yeah. It's another six-click dial for 150, though, which, like that Iron Man before, at least this one's more competent. Mm-hmm. I think her attack values are kind of low oh, for hell, 150. With that top dial, that's way more competent than the Iron Man. Oh, yeah. Um, down dial, she loses a lot of attack, though. Um, and she does have really low defense for having Invincible for those three clicks at 16 yep. for 150. I don't know. It's okay, but it's not that great. It's a piece that at 150 you're going to want to keep safe. You're going to want to abuse that 7 range hypersonic. Get her in, get her back out, and just keep picking stuff. But if you're going to play this at 150, there's no... You might as well adjust your team. Yeah. You might as well take the 50 points. play it at 200. Oh, I'm only paying 50 points for 6 Five more clicks. Yeah, pretty much 6 <laughs> more clicks. Okay. Um, Huntress is only 75 points. If you want to play her... You start her at the two at the click where she has the special running shot and ignores basically everything on movement with the psychic blast, the perplex, the seventeen reflexes on that. So think about this: the, this is a great top dial too. You have stealth, you have a running shot, ignore hindering on movement, and then you have psychic blast and perplex. And then when they come in to hit you because you're stealth, you have a seventeen reflexes. Oh yeah. So I really like that stop that starting click too, and this is only a seventy-five point figure. So she has two clicks of that, and then three clicks of Leap Climb Blades and Super Senses type stuff. Um, I like that for 75 Well, I mean, hell, too. think about how much people pay for... Cer- how many points is Cerise? 60. Okay. Cerise is 60 points, and her top click is not that good. Yeah, it is, when you factor in the traits. Oh, she can pick Energy Shield, can't she? That, the, traits uh, are what, the traits are what makes Cerise so good. But um, the stealth is what makes this so yeah, good, Yeah, that's what I I'm think. saying. Stealth, I, that's the big combat thing. reflexes. So, I'm happy with these guys. Um, yeah, they're great. Um, like having both of them, you know, another separate option for Huntress and um, Power Girl. We did just get two Huntresses, but she's a cool character. Doesn't get clicks that often. And honestly, the main set Huntress wasn't that great. The Fast Forces one is pretty pretty solid, but you have to play it with the Oracle, basically, to make it good. And uh, this one, I feel like, is a great 75-point option. We have got a... Uh... Um, and we haven't had, we don't have a modern Power Girl, so we don't have a Helena Wayne Huntress though. We have the uh, Helena Bertinelli. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's actually it. is that Helena? Oh yeah, we're yeah. Right. This one's Helena. Okay. So we got those two dials. Hopefully, we'll get the other dials soon so we can talk about them. That's it for news. Let's move into community real quick. We did come to an ending on the epicness that was. March Dial Design, this was the month where you guys graded your own dials. Um, it was a, a, yet again, seemed like every month is like super close. Yeah. This month, yet again, first and second, was decided by one point. And uh, Glorious Wolfman won. He has never won before. 
and he's relatively new to these. I think it's been what maybe three months, the last three months or so, yeah. he's been participating. But he's done pretty solidly. Um, his last um, dial we will uh, do for our feature dial this week since he won uh, the month of March. The assignment was uh, I did end up going with the TV show um, movie theme, and I kind of said design me a character that's comics based. And but have your dial be based around their appearance in a TV show or movie, and um, source cite on there what they're from. You know, so I you know we can know exactly what you're trying to represent here. And he did Captain Hammer from the Doctor Horrible Singalong blog, and um, it's pretty cool. This got great, you know, uh, ratings from everybody. From uh, again, you guys graded the dials this this time. Have you seen that yet, Hunter? By the way, no, I, it's on I've Netflix. seen I've seen little bits and pieces like um, on YouTube and stuff, but I haven't sat and watched. You, you need to sit down and watch it on Netflix. I definitely I do, it like especially, three times last especially week. because uh, I just watched <laughs> Firefly and, and Nathan is a Nathan Fillion or whatever. Yeah. He's a, he's a good actor. Um, by the way, Firefly fucking amazing. Jesus Christ, that was so good. Anyways, <laughs> like I have not enjoyed a show that much in a long, long time. Um, How's the loss going, Austin? I don't even want to. So, Glorious Wolfman did Captain Hammer, 168 points, keywords Brute, Humanitarian, which is a new one, Celebrity, and Crusader, which is a new one too. He has improved movement called Ham Cycle and Ham Jet, ignores hindering, outdoor blocking, outdoor elevated, uh, which doesn't exist, so elevated. Um... (laughs) He has well, a trait. I guess technically, he would make it exist. Because... Yeah, I guess you could make. It. Yeah, <laughs> it's dial design, damn it. <laughs> Traded the day needs my saving expertise. The friendly character of lower point value has taken damage since your last turn. You can give Captain Hammer a power action and place him next to that character, and he may make a close combat attack as a free action. That's that's pretty cool, especially when you notice that he has a special super strength. Captain Hammer can use Super Strength and can use it to throw Ultra Heavies, which is not possible otherwise. When he uses it to throw an Ultra Heavy, he he can throw it up to four squares and it deals four damage. So usually, so yeah, like always, you know, the Heavy does, the object does one more than it usually does when you throw it or TK it. So he's having an Ultra Heavy that typically does through three, deal four and travel four squares. I think that's an ability we will see on something in the future. I definitely think that's certainly a possibility. It, as it's well. on the table, I'd say. Yeah, I agree. And uh, kudos to uh, Wolfman for being the first one to do it. Whisk kids will have to, you know, jack it from you. Like they'll they have jacked to all kinds of dials from other people. <laughs> toss you a penny every time that they uh, print that out. someone uses it in a game. Yeah. Sorry, TJ. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he has charge and the special super strength, and then invincible and CCE, and then he kind of mid dial comes into leadership, flurry, quake, impervious, and then late dial he has a special defense power. Uh, he cannot be healed past this click. He has a worthless click <laughs> and loses all keywords, and he's earthbound with really crappy values. And it's called <laughs> "This Must Be What Pain Feels Like." You gotta watch that, Hunter. So it, it's just great. The, I will. I'll sit and watch the whole thing. But I enjoyed it quite a bit. I enjoyed all his dials. He started out strong. He just did consist. It's not. Sometimes we have people win where they do one dial that just like is like a knockout of the park, and it kind of 
slightly gets them the win. He just he consistently had great. You know, he was in top three every week. You've seen it, right, Drew? Yeah. Okay. I am only upset by one thing, and that is that there is not a power named the hammer is my penis. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you gotta give and take, Austin. Yeah, I know. So congrats, <laughs> congrats to Glorious Wolfman. Um, he's wanting some uh, Iron Maiden poker chips, and uh, he sent me the images. It looks. It, I think it'll turn out cool. I have to talk to Ashley about that Wolfman and see it, what we can make work with the poker chips. Well, I'll try to make you what you're wanting to do, or what you're wanting me to do, and uh, try to get that made into some poker chips for you. We already started April. Um, oh God! Dial design. And let me pull that up here. And my first... um, Okay, so this was an... April is a month where you're doing your own fast forces. And this is an idea that was um, suggested by Jason LaPel, who's been doing dial designs for us. And and I thought it was a good idea. So basically... I really like this idea. Each... You you pick a fast forces that you're going to make. And everybody that's in your fast forces has to share at least one keyword. And then the way I have it set up is you just have to turn in one dial for each of the three weeks, and that's what will get graded. And then afterwards, if you want to show everybody your other three you know, dials, you can, but you're, it's not required. So basically, all you have to do is each week submit a dial that's part of your Fast Forces, and it has to share a keyword with you know everybody else. So pretty cool. Um, we got lots of submissions. We haven't done scores yet, but liking them so far, and we've seen a pretty wide variety on you know exactly what... Mm-hmm. What keywords people are doing? It's not yeah, like this it's, is pretty open. So yeah, we. I mean, we have a couple Batman ones, but they're kind of different. Like one of them's like a Batman family. One of them's like a Gotham City Police. One of them's Batman Incorporated. So at least it's not like this. I don't think any two people are doing the exactly the same keyword. And we have some kind of obscure ones too, uh, like Jail Apes and Justice League Dark, by the way, which is cool. This guy's this guy's meta game in it with the Justice League. Yeah, he knows what he's doing. He knows what we like. Drinking. He knows what he's doing. Uh, best build, guys. You, uh, I've gotten some of your best build submissions, but we only have until Thursday for you guys to turn those in. So if you guys aren't familiar with best build, I give you build rules for an event. You give me a team for it. Sit. That's it. It doesn't take that long out of your time. All you got to do is build a team that could be legal legally played in it. Drew, Austin, and I look through it. We pick one. Uh, that we want to play, and then we actually play it at the event, and then whichever one of us does best, whichever one of you guys turned in that team, you win a prize. Um, here are the build rules. You can also find these written down uh, on Reddit and on HC Realms, or you can go to the podcast description and click the links and follow them and, and look at these. But this is a Winter Soldier-based event. It's 400 points Silver Age. All figures, relics, resources, and maps must be from the Marvel Universe. All figures on your team, to be legal, they have to have one of these, they have to fit at least one of these following limitations. They can have Hydra, Shield, or Avengers Initiative team abilities. They can have either Hydra, Shield, Avengers, Howling Commandos, or Spy keywords. Or they can just be in the Captain America Winter Soldier set or starter set, regardless of what team ability or keyword they have. So like Batrock... George St. Pierre clicks. Winter Soldier. Some of the other ones that are in there that don't have the keywords necessary. Anybody who's in the Winter Soldier set is legal. So build a 400-point Silver Age team with relics, resources, and maps from Marvel that fit those kind of shield or Avengers and Hydra-based. Submit that 
to our Gmail, dialyxtraheroclicks at gmail.com by Thursday. We already have a lot of your teams. I got about 20 or so so far, but we usually have more, so I know there's there's some people out there who haven't You're holding yet. out on us. It's completely free and, and cool way for you guys to win custom poker chips for your games. So. And you can pick obscure and very difficult things for Hunter to make to make his life miserable. That is true. Do it. It's funny. I'll just make Ashley do all the work. <laughs> um, community question. Let's pull that up. What other board, card, and mini games do you play regularly besides clicks? We got a huge. I figured there would be one or two board games that kind of like everybody would say, no way. Yeah, this, it's, it's crazy how many different board like, games. Like on Reddit and on Facebook and on Twitter, like everybody had, you know, very vast different answers on this. I did see. I did notice. I saw Dominion a decent amount. Yep, Dominion is like the father of Ascension. Like it's one of the. It was the one who ushered in the age of deck builders. Um, and then of course I saw Magic a decent amount, but I did not see Magic as much as I thought I would see it be. You know, it be people's answers. And also, no, nobody just said like one thing. Everybody said like seven or eight things that they <laughs> consistently play. So that was kind. Of, it's kind of cool seeing what other people play. And it's it's kind of fun that this popped up because. Uh, this week I've started kind of like getting a list of board and card games I want to play and try out. So like this thread helped me pick out a few of them, and I've learned about a couple from this thread alone. So it's really sweet. Like we started, like we've been playing DC Deck Builder, of course. Um, we've talked about Ascension in the past. Um, I've been playing a shit ton of Star Realms, which just came out like this last few weeks. Um, it's a little deck builder in a box. Um, it's it's a really good one. Yeah, deck builders usually come in boxes. No, it's just like a, a tiny little box. I know what it is. I'm just this is true. Um, Super Dungeon Explorers. What I've, another thing we've been playing a lot of, or I've been playing a lot of, and then uh, I'm looking to pick up Seven Wonders this week and see how that plays. We have been playing a lot of DC Deck Builder. Um, I made a custom cube, and we're kind of playing and re- reforming that slowly, and it's really fun. I love that game. It's I I really love Ascension. We, you know, I just got introduced to it last year at Gen Con when Drew bought the set and got assigned by his boyfriend and uh, Keebler Elf, Brian Keebler Elf, Brian Keebler, and um, Brian Keebler. Thank you. I know. So thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Then we pull, we played it here in my house a couple times. I fell in love with it. Bought it on my phone, and basically every single day since then, I've played at least like a dozen games a day. Like at work, while I'm walking to and from through the halls of the hospital, I'm just like running through games of Ascension. I not a single day has passed in a year, basically, that I have <laughs> not played at least ten games of Ascension. Like I need to right before I fall asleep on my, on my phone, I'm just sitting playing Ascension. Or if I'm stuck at a stoplight, I'm just sitting playing. You know, Ascension. we need to do this here. We need to sit down and practice and go to Gen Con and play in the Ascension tournament. I don't know. We'll see. Come well, on, man! You've played enough. Of I'm it. only going on Saturday. We'll see. But, yeah. Um, and then we've been playing DC Deck Builder a lot, which is which is almost as good as Ascension, but it's comic-based, so that kind of makes it just as good in it's my mind. It's a little less competitive. Oh, it is less competitive. But it's more fun, I think. But it's very similar, and it's just more fun because um, because of the comic book stuff and because of the supervillain mechanic, which I think is really cool. As much yeah. as I hate it and I always get fucked by it, I like, <laughs> I like Everyone the supervillain. Gets Vandal Savage is just like, ah, Hunter. But, um... Uh, I've loved that making a custom cube and really enjoying that. And then, um, other than that, I don't. I haven't been playing a whole lot of stuff. Mainly DC Deck Builder and Ascension uh, are what I usually play. 
Um, I know Drew and Austin are starting to get into War Machine or at least look into it. Oh, yeah, that too. So that's something else that people around here are into. <laughs> I forgot but... I got into War Machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting for my stuff to get in so I can start playing it. As far as uh, yeah, listener... I'm going to uh, let you know I'm going to sell my hero. <laughs> Listener mail, we had a funny one from Spidey Swing, who says, I was listening through back issues, or back episodes. Back issues. Which, <laughs> I was listening through back episodes and noticed, or heard hunters use the term nuts to butts, and I thought it was hilarious, <laughs> and was wondering where you got... <laughs> Was wondering where you guys came up with that, and so I was sitting thinking to myself, and I was like, "Where did we go?" I just kind of said that one day. <laughs> well, we we were getting in the car, me and Austin and Austin's brothers, and we were going somewhere, and I said, "I it's nuts to butts." Anyway. Eric, no, Eric was going to have to sit on Aaron's lap, and they were they because they were all like, "How are we all going to fit in the car?" And I was like, "Eric's going to sit on Aaron's lap, of course. It's going to be tight. You're just going to have to sit on top of his nuts. So it's going to be nuts to butts in here." And then we just started saying nuts <laughs> oh, yeah. to butts all the time. I was going to say I've heard that term before. Like <laughs> I just said it one day, and it just caught on. Like we all say it all the time now. So uh, it's pretty. Yeah, that's a common <laughs> phrase that you will hear said if you hang out with us a lot. It just Along means with balls to the walls. <laughs> it just means in close proximity. Space is gonna be tight. It's nuts to butts. We all have our or like if you're in a real packed line like uh, at Gen Con yeah. waiting to get those cons. Nuts to butts. To we get all say nuts it's to butts. butts. <laughs> waiting on <laughs> what's his face. So that's where that comes from. George Perez, nuts to butts. And then uh, YouTube wise, um, I put up the Silver Centurion rules explanation video this week. And then for next week, I have a Horde tokens video that will be coming out for that. Horde tokens. Horde tokens. Oh, I'm sorry. Horde. Horde tokens. Oh, I thought they were con tokens. Um, <laughs> we're going to... totally prostitutes. <laughs> no be- one can deny that the con artist is not a prostitute. That's the best team, Tony Stark and some prostitutes. <laughs> Dude, I'm gonna, I, I was going to do it for Valentine's Day. Just play Tony Stark and 50 con artists, but Hunter uh, doesn't have enough of them. <laughs> yeah, Stupid Hunter doesn't have 50 fucking con artists. (laughs) Oh, come on. Tell me that piece doesn't go good all the time. It's it's a 20-point perplexity. I have, like, three of them. That's not enough. Tony Stark needs (laughs) as many wickers as he can. It needs to be nuts to butts in there. Uh, hopefully there's only one pair of nuts in there. <laughs> but anyways. I'm Tony, guessing, Stark, Tony Stark lives risky. I'm, gu- I'm guessing for the chicks Tony Stark's picking up, a couple of them have, you know, mean to veg here and there. <laughs> Alright, so, like I said, YouTube, Silver Centurion went up. Horror Tokens is coming up next week. I was planning on doing a YouTube, uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! unboxing. But we don't know how much we're getting. Austin has changed his mind. I, Doesn't know if he's getting a brick. I don't know. I may get a brick. I was gonna get it. Well, I was gonna get a case, and they announced traps and stuff aren't usable in Golden Age, and then I downgraded to a brick. And then they delayed it again, so now it's the last week of April. They're shooting themselves like, in the foot because it comes out at the same day as Days of Future Past, and like a week later, Deadpool uh, Gravity Feed and stuff. It'll probably get delayed out. again. Well, that's true. I don't know why I'm worried about it. Drew's probably right. It'll probably be fucking July. Deadpool will get delayed get... like a month and then... <laughs> be but my it's... birthday gift. Hey, have some... But it's like when I thought about it, it's like, do I want to buy a brick of Yu-Gi-Oh or would I rather buy a brick of Deadpool? Because Yu-Gi-Oh is kind of obscure. I'm not going to be able to trade a lot of my dupes. I'll be able to trade some of my dupes, but I don't know if I'm going to be able to sell a couple of my dupes. Whereas Deadpool, I know, is a set people want a lot of. There's a lot of cool figures in it. There's going to be 
Man. High demand chases, most likely. Gen Con's going to suck this year. So many people are going to have dupes of dupe, and it's just going to be like, it's going to be <laughs> Hunter's going to be so depressed when dupes the obnoxious show of this year, and there's just 50 of them everywhere. Dupes, dupes. I'm not no. going to be depressed. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to get one for like freaking 25 bucks. We didn't like, Hunter's we didn't be... have a lot of obnoxious. We had Gentleman Ghost, remember? Yeah, we, just, we had so many Gentleman Ghosts. They were like, that was the first thing we passed out to. Hey, and uh, what was his name? Uh, the Deadpool Doctor Doom. Oh, oh definitely. We had a decent amount of him too. But uh, anyways, yeah. So we may do a Yu-Gi-Oh. If Austin decides not to, I'm, I'll probably get one brick just so we can have something to unbox. And because there are there are a decent amount of figures in there that I yeah. I think I'm gonna want to pick up. And actually, we're probably gonna do some kind of little mini sealed thing for that at Dugout because we are getting the OP kit. So maybe we'll do like a $15 or $10 sealed. I don't know. We'll see. This is if it ever comes out. Yeah, if, if it, it ever, ever comes if out. If it even exists. Now, I would. I do want to state my biggest upset now that most of the list of Yu-Gi-Oh! is kind of known, like there's a few pieces still to fill in, is that there's no Bandit Keith keyword and no machines. Like, there's like only one or two machines. I really think. Maybe slot machine will be in this set. Well, it doesn't look like there's a slot for it. Like, there's only like, like two spaces left yeah. on the whole list. There's no barrels. They've spoiled all this People shit. have figured out pretty much everything. Uh, from all the retailers. Have stuff. evidence. But like... God. That's not good when all the set is spoiled before it's going to come out. <laughs> That's well, terrible. They know the dials. They know a lot of the names because they're yeah, retailers. Yeah, they don't know all the dials. But honestly, well, that's still that, terrible. That usually is the case, though, to be honest. It, but it's usually like the day before. I know, but yeah, not like a month before it's <laughs> so, coming out. Jesus. Well, I, was, I was talking to a couple of people at Dugout t- today about it, too, when we are talking about Yu-Gi-Oh! Is that I think they're split in Series 1. It's going to be like the first half of Season 1. And then Series 2 might be second half. We're going to get more My Valentine stuff, more uh, Bandit Keith, and more Pegasus stuff. Maybe we can get a Toon World, uh, like, Batcave type thing. <laughs> get that, that, well, they, they were talking about the doing... Teens. They were talking about, down the line, doing a full um, multi-month OP event. So mm-hmm. I'm wondering what the prize... Probably a dual disc. <laughs> oh, a God. dual disc with hero click slots instead of card slots. When, you're tired, when your uh, fingers are tired from wearing your Mandarin rings, you can slap a dual disc on your wrist. What the hell? Why not just wear both? Get hyped for Yu-Gi-Oh! Season 2 coming out in 2015. You can yeah. throw your dual disc on your on your left arm to balance out the forearm that you've built up on your right arm. Man, you're going to be fucking... <laughs> boom! <laughs> Boom, you gotta balance off the jerk off. <laughs> you'll be able to fill on, on you'll be able to, those triceps on. Boom. You'll fit on boom. Drew's iron team that way. Yeah. <laughs> that's the only way you can make team iron. Team iron. <laughs> All right, that's going to wrap it up for this for us this week. Um, be sure to uh, subscribe to us on iTunes and rate us on iTunes. Good or bad, we don't care. Just be honest. Just give us attention, you dirty horse. Be a straight shitter with us. We can take it. Straight shitter? Drew takes it all the time. I take it all the time. <laughs> um, Wait, what are we talking about? <laughs> follow us on Twitter and Crazy. Facebook, Dial H for Hero Clicks. And if you have any reader mail or anything you want answered on air, send it to us at Dial H for Hero Clicks at gmail.com. Don't forget to send in those best build submissions, guys. Nuts yeah. to butts. See you the next week. <laughs> Later.